secret of the great crystal. If you please, my dear. What is that terrible noise? Yes, it's rock and roll. Horrible cereal, turn on the TV. I'm watching my cartoons, please don't bother me. I could grow up tomorrow, pay the bills and be responsible. But today it just doesn't feel possible. Let's talk about life and death and everything between. Things that keep you up at night and idiosyncrasy. Public bathroom etiquette to matches we can't see. Girls please to know where the nature of reality. Let's talk about life and death and everything between. Breakfast foods and bad times, cartoons on the TV. Breakfast foods and bad times, cartoons on the TV. Let's poke, come on. <clears throat> so, um... Stone protectors. No, let's talk about Pokemon first. It's... Okay, yeah. We have an important Pokemon thing that we want to talk about. Do we? Yeah. Everybody that listens to this probably knows by now about the appraisal system. In Pokemon Go, you can have your team leader appraise the value of a Pokemon that you get. Okay. But you and I are becoming increasingly more and more frustrated with the fact that any and all high-level Pokemon that you obtain are appraised at a very low value. Yeah. And so we're so frustrated by this that we've taken to just, like, making up our own lines yeah. for how she evaluates it. Hey, hey, man, uh... I don't really know much about Growlithe, but I got a buddy I can call who will come down here <laughs> and tell you how shitty it is. No, no, no. Because she's like, I, I am able to evaluate your Growlithe you, if you would like. This Growlithe is hot garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Did you find it in the trash? You need to throw it away immediately. I could give you $3 cash. <laughs> there, last night you said to me that you had her appraise a Squirtle, and you were like... I thought this was a Squirtle at first, but it turns out it's a turd and a turtle shell. (laughs) A a terrible Electabuzz was, this is what happens if you eat batteries and get diarrhea. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's just a never-ending insulting of your, what you thought was a really great Pokemon. Your your dog is thumping right now. He's, He's thumping. Hey, buddy, can you go thump in a different room? Hey, dipshit, quit scratching yourself all over. He he was just taking a nap right before we hit record. This is what happens every single time. He was just taking a nap, being chill. We need to, um... We need to what? Might give him a full Benadryl instead of a half and see if we can just... Well... If it doesn't stop the itching, it will at least make him sleep. I wanted to get him a haircut, but his hair cutter is out of town for like two weeks. He's really... He's going to town. <laughs> now he's attacking the rug. Okay. He likes to do that. <laughs> he's right. winning the war. Um, so, yeah. yeah he's the so Pokemon dumb. Go appraisal No, wait. System. I got another Arfie thing. He's so dumb that, like... I'm available to appraise your Arfie if you would like. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, overall, what do you think of my Arfie? It's an itching turd. <laughs> if, if a turd had allergies and blood diarrhea... <laughs> Wait, so the... And shed fur all over the floor. So the turd has diarrhea? That yeah, doesn't make sense. It's, it's turd diarrhea. It's doubled. This is how dumb he is. Today, <laughs> we were walking, and we walked past this tree that typically has a squirrel in it, and uh-huh. he always sees the squirrel and tries to kill it. Uh-huh. And we were coming up on the tree, and he starts, like, hopping around, like, trying to look oh for the boy. squirrel so he today's can, like... Today's gonna be the day yeah, I get he, it. He thinks today's gonna be the day he catches it. And he's so dumb that literally three feet away from this tree was another tree, and there was a squirrel on it. Uh, what's funny is... He didn't notice! He's so small and so pathetic that if a squirrel attacked him, he would freak out and lose. He would run away. I mean, we put him outside with a cat, and the cat bopped him on the nose, and now he won't even make eye contact. Like, he doesn't... Oh, yeah. If he sees the cat, he just looks in the other direction... Yeah. He won't acknowledge that it's He's incredibly submissive to the neighbor cat. 
The the cat was on the stoop and he had to come up the steps and he was all the way over on the side, like almost falling off the stairs to stay away from it. Yeah. Well, if you if you get him close to a dog, he won't ever actually attack. He just gets right up to their face and barks a lot. And so he must have done that to Inky. That's the cat we're talking about. And Inky just bitch slapped him right in the face, which yeah. most dogs just look at him like, hey, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah. But Inky just... Gave him what for? The, the cat. I think the cat was trying to be a little playful, and Arfie was like, "Oh, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> this has never happened before. <laughs> Usually, I bark and then they bark. <laughs> it's like a whole dance we do." <laughs> yeah. Um. Can we talk about? Uh, I know you're like a little iffy to talk about it but can we talk about the incident you had at the gas station last night oh okay last night you were like trying to change the subject a lot when i asked you about it because i was in the car with the windows rolled up yeah and And the doors locked i didn't mean to lock the doors but i did lock you out of the car but we were in the ghetto at a gas station and i saw you having an interaction with a human female and i was like well Whatever funny thing is happening over there, I'm sure I'm going to hear about it, but you didn't really want to answer questions about it last night. <laughs> you had too many, too specific questions that I couldn't even answer all of them. Because it was so funny that I was like, I have to know every detail. Okay, here's the thing. The interaction was pretty funny, except... It was the o- too real? The only, yeah, the only thing that's not funny is that it's about an unfortunate person with some problems. I'm, I'm still going to laugh. Um, we we had purchased some ice cream sandwiches. We did get ice cream sandwiches. And on the way out to get back in the car, you were ahead of me and you just kept going. Well, getting... when someone comes up to me to ask me for money, I, I'm sorry, people. I don't give them the time of day. I just go. I don't give people money. Well, sorry. someone was behind me. She's going, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. And I, I tried to ignore. And like, because usually people are like, all right, they're not into it. But she was like real persistent. She was chasing after me. So you see, and I was like, "Huh?" She's like, "I'm sorry. I don't mean to do. This. I'm not like this kind of person at all. But I just, you know, I'm legally blind, and I got one fake titty." And she grabbed her right, her right breast, <laughs> and was like, "You know, I just, I got this fake titty. I'm legally blind. If you could just." Uh, just, just one dollar. If you just have one, she, she and she at that point tried to get me to feel. Now, her. did she like grab your wrist? No, but she never grabbed me. But she was very, very close. She was well, standing so every close to time you. I would like take a half step back, she would take a full step towards me. Okay. Uh, so was she I, like motioning the titty yeah, towards you? Yeah, okay. she was trying to get me up in there now. And, you said I have specific questions, but I have another specific question. She said she's not the kind of person who does this type of thing. Does she mean she's not the kind of person who asks a stranger for a dollar or not the kind of person who offers up strangers to grab her titty? See, I, I don't know. I think the money thing. But, see, I'm not clear on if feeling her boob was supposed to, like, be worth a dollar. <laughs> Like, if she's trying to set, or if she was just trying to, like, I, I need you to verify that I do, in fact, have a fake breast. <laughs> I, like... She's seeking validation. Like, hey, I really need your dollar. You see for yourself, you know? And I Maybe? She didn't say anything like, you know, I, I had breast cancer, and, you know, I'm broke and homeless now. Nothing like that. And I want to clarify up. what the question that I think the audience is asking right now. Yeah. At no point did she indicate to you that she had two fake titties. Just one fake titty. <laughs> you made it clear several times. Uh, also, titty is her word, not mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should say, because people don't like I'm that just, word. I'm just saying We're fake, using her word. fake titty because that's exactly how she said it to me several times. That's we're, It's her word. And... So I'm trying to just make this end. I want to get the fuck out of there. Right. So I had a dollar in my pocket. Right. I pulled out the dollar and I gave it to her and she said, "Oh, thank, thank you so much." Thank. And then she again did she at any tried point to say, get me to feel the fake titty? <laughs> did she say "bless your heart" at any point? Something like that. I just like the idea of someone trying to get well, you to grab their titty and saying "bless your heart" at the same time. And, and the thing is, I don't know if like what if I did like. Do people grab it? Do Does she get people to touch it? And if so, does that turn into, 
Like, would she scream like, ah, I'm being assaulted or something? Or like, well, now you felt my titty, you gotta give me some money. I don't know. <laughs> this person had problems, and she was apparently kind of crazy. And this is far less funny, but then today... A guy asked you for well, money well, for a White Castle slider, and he said to you, you look like somebody who doesn't eat that kind of food. It was like, earlier today we had a debate <laughs> on White Castle or Popeyes for lunch, and Popeyes won. So, like... White Castle, I was like, let's go cheaper. Let's go Popeyes. <laughs> what do you look like to people? You look like a man? Apparently I don't look like... Anything that I do. Uh, you look like, like a man who needs a titty grab for about a dollar. Um, and a man who is above eating at White Castle. And I'm I'm none of those things. <laughs> but, the, yeah, the woman last night was just real uncomfortable. Like, she seemed either... You, you tried to get away, and yeah. she, like, came after she you. She was very, 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 very close on me the whole time. And then she asked for some change, and I was just like, I'm sorry, that's, that's it. That's the agreed-upon amount was the dollar. That's what I've got. We did. We're moving on now. We almost did a handshake on the dollar. I Instead, know. we did a honka-honka. <laughs> well, it's like, it, it's kind of a social contract thing, like, between uh, either, you know, homeless people or panhandlers or whatever, that if you ask for something and you receive it, that should be the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe a God bless you at the end. Yeah, there. you can say you say thank you, have a nice day. You know, you, you, there can be a, an ex, a, an exchange of pleasantries. There doesn't need to be an exchange of sexual favors. I hope not. I just I don't understand if it was intended to be sexual or if it was intended to be like verify that I do in fact have this problem. I I don't I don't she know. Wanted validation. I don't know what was going on. It was real weird, <laughs> and let's not go back. <laughs> is um is there anything else in your life that you want to talk about besides stone protectors? Are you ready to talk about stone protectors or something else? I feel like right now stone protectors is the only thing in my life I want to talk about. <laughs> did not, you know? Not because there's nothing else, but just because man, stone protectors. <laughs> did, did you know their stones are powerful? Um, yeah, I think so. That was the first... The, the, the show starts... We watched the pilot. It starts with the theme song right away. No cold open. And immediately, the first line is of the theme song is, Stone protectors, their stones are powerful. Yes. And so, like, right away, I'm like, oh, there wasn't thought put into this <laughs> theme song. Like, uh, I think there was. It's like... Well, and then they said it three more times the in problem. the theme song. It's not like a college level paper, but this is like when you're learning the structure of a paragraph in like third grade and you're writing it. They're like, what's the thesis statement of your paragraph? Yeah. Stone protectors. Their stones are powerful. Right. Now, now give three sentences <laughs> describing why your stones are powerful. Well, and then at the end, wrap up by reminding people that their stones are powerful. Why would people protect them if they're not powerful? Of course they're powerful. Well, you might hear the name of this show and go, well, why do stones need protection? I mean, they're rocks, right? <laughs> but, but the stone protectors are protectors who have the power of stones. Yeah, these five particular stones. And, yeah. and Okay, let's you know, back up. You know what would be funny that was missing from all this? There needs to be a villain or, or some sort of foil in the show who would go... You've got some stones. And then they go, yes, we do. Our stones are powerful. You can't say, you've got some stones, because that means testicles. Yeah. And this is a kid's show. But they would have the stones to But back you it can't up. say that. I think you can if there's That's literal... That's what that line means. If there are literal stones on the table... You're just replacing the word testicles with a joke from the show. But we know that they have stones. We can't confirm any testicles. Okay, let's back up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we open on Planet Mithrandir in the Crystal Palace, where Princess Opal is trying to protect the crystals because Zok is coming in to take the crystals away. Yeah, once again, this has happened several times where the main action starts on another planet right. in some distant galaxy, and it has two... Different races somehow existing on the same planet competing 
for control. Right. Which that happened in Mighty Ducks, that happened in Biker Mice, that happened in... Everything else we've ever watched. (laughs) Uh, Stone Protectors. (laughs) I always name three things when I'm making a list. Um, So, she's protecting the crystals before Zok gets there. She sends them on their way to find stone protectors. So I guess the stones well, just inherently know. The, the funny thing is she sings this magic spell because the stones are very, like, the, the gems, the crystals, they're all musical. And that's, like, part of their power. And so she sings a song to them that makes them uh, explode, I guess. And now there's, like, Five small gems flying around the room, and they be- apparently are sentient because she's yelling directions at them. She's right, like, right. Go, get away, go. But they they just keep. It's flying. like the end of Harry and the end. Yeah. They, they just keep flying around the room until Zach, the bad guy, gets a hold of one of them, and then well, finally we should, wait, the, the rest your of math them is fly off. Away. We should clarify. There were six, and Zach got one. Are there one. five stone protectors? There are five stone protectors, and it's Zach has the sixth piece of the so crystal. So easy to forget uh, the keyboard player. And it's just yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it's just so obvious that the one that Zach got is the uh, Onyx one. It's the, the black, black stone. Yeah. So it, he's the evil guy. He has the black one, and then the five other ones, which are not evil colors, go. They're rainbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's there's these. Uh, five gemstones flying in formation, leaving behind a rainbow trail. I wish we were making this up. So they go to find stone protectors, and it I guess just by coincidence, they end up going to a band whose name is already the Rock Protectors. No, Rock Detectors. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, now let's stop talking about the stones for a minute, because I want to talk a lot about this scene where we are introduced to the heroes of our show. They're on stage, about to perform a gig. Question? Yeah. Do you think at any point during the production of this show that the Rolling Stones were approached to become characters? Can you imagine if you could have got the Rolling Stones to sign on as stone protectors? I feel very much like, if not that, then they were trying to capture some of the tropes of, like famous musicians like there's a scottish guy in the band and then like yeah, the lead singer a scottish guy exactly and then like the lead singer is like very vain he's very lead singery you know yeah. um i i've always kind of had the opinion that if you're a, the lead vocalist in a band there, there shouldn't be a singer be careful about what you're about to say you're a former lead vocalist in a band no, but my problem is, if you don't play an instrument, you're useless. You just... So, Taylor if you, Swift. If you... She plays instruments. If you're carrying a okay. microphone to the gig, you're not helpful. Tell me the most recent Taylor Swift single in which she plays an instrument. I don't know. She do, she hasn't done that in years, dude. Okay, whatever. But she did that capable. when you first started liking her music, but she's, she doesn't She's anymore. capable. She doesn't even have instruments in her music anymore. Whatever. This isn't about Taylor Swift. This is about the stone protectors. (laughs) Okay. Forget the stones. I want to talk about this scene. So they're on stage getting their equipment ready to perform a gig. While they're up there, they're getting booed horrendously. Well, they're very horrible. Yeah. They haven't even started playing, and people don't like them. They were playing. They were just playing really, really terribly. Yeah. They're dicking around on stage. They're fighting with the audience. The audience is getting more and more upset. And we're introduced to the characters because the lead singer goes through and introduces them all. And they're this is the first time we're meeting our heroes. They're not likable characters. They're not cool or fun or anything. The lead singer is very vain and like real cocky. And everyone else sucks. Yeah. And none of them are like funny or likable. And this is the first time we're meeting them. Yeah. And also, you have to take into account that if they're performing shows being so terribly untalented with no redeeming quality. Their music doesn't have, like, a really intense spirit or great lyrics or anything. It's just, like, messy noise out of the garage. That they're also stupid forever (laughs) thinking that they could play a gig in a rock club. Yeah, not likable characters. Like, they didn't play a coherent song. 
Um, I'm going to bring up a random note that I have for you. Okay. Uh, there's a part back on planet Mithrandir where Princess Opal and Zok are arguing about where the stones will go to. Yeah. And she says they will only come together for good and beauty and peace. Yeah. And they somehow find the rock detectors, the worst band in whatever city they yeah, live in. they're not beautiful or good or peaceful. Yeah. Um, so, spoiler alert, the stones come into the rock venue. All of the rock detectors become... They just get hit by these flying gems in the chest. Right. And then they adhere to their body and immediately transform them into life-size troll dolls. They're hideous creatures. Yeah, they they look just like a troll turned into a human, or a human turned into a but, troll. But, like, not in a good-looking, pretty way. Like, they look like disgusting monsters. Yeah, they're very dumb-looking. And uh, the first one is uh, Cornelius, the lead singer. And one second after turning into this disgusting, horrible troll monster with he, a green mohawk... He, he's wearing a gi, first of all, immediately. Yeah, and it he just has a, transforms his clothes into Karate Man. Yeah, and he has big, dorky sunglasses and a green mohawk that stands straight up. And he goes, whoa, bros, check out my muscles. Like, yeah. immediately he's cool with what happened. But then he later really regrets it when he sees his face. They're all really ugly. Because he's like, I used to be so handsome, and now I'm ugly. That, like, that, yeah, that they was, are ugly. That was pretty much, like, all that happened in the first episode was... Like, that's the only characterization that we got. <laughs> well, um, I w- we, we should stop right here and let people know. People that don't know about this show, the whole point of this was... There was a troll doll craze at this point. The show came out in 1993, but it wasn't catching on with young boys. Well, it caught on with this young boy. (laughs) I had some troll dolls. Well, in order to make it more marketable to people at that age, they... They had like a gem in their belly button and you rubbed it to make a wish. Or you rubbed their hair. I don't... There was something about trolls that were wish granting. I... Don't remember granting any wishes on it. Did you own any trolls? Yeah. And once I saw these figures, I realized I had a few. And I remember my mom had a lot of Halloween ones. What about just regular trolls? The ones that they were having so. The ones that have gems in their their bellies? I had had one with a Mets jersey that someone got me from a hospital gift shop when I was a kid. (laughs) Were you in the hospital? Yeah. For what? Uh... I don't know. I had a couple... Like, I had my tonsils out in kindergarten. Did you get to eat a bunch of ice cream? Mm-hmm. Awesome. I, I also lived briefly in an oxygen tent. So I, I was like a bubble boy for, uh, like, a couple weeks when I was... A couple weeks? That's not briefly. What it, happened Maybe less than that. I don't know. I was a kid. I had some sort of infection, and I had to have a lot of oxygen. How big was your oxygen tent? It was like, around a giant hospital bed. Like, just around the bed? Mm-hmm. And how old were you? I don't know, pretty young. So you were like patient zero? I don't know, I watched a lot of Jetsons. <laughs> so this happened in the 60s? No. Um, okay, what what uh, what did you have? I just... Well, are we talking about what trolls did I have or what sickness? Uh, what, uh, what sickness did I, you I have? I had some sort of respiratory infection. Okay. Then did you go on a cross-country journey to... Uh, what did he, what was he doing in Bubble Boy? What was he trying to get to the girl that he loved? Oh yeah, did you do that? Um, I didn't really have any plans. What girl did you love when you were that age? Probably Carol from Growing Pains. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and also Cindy Crawford. It was kind of like a toss up between the two of them. I'm gonna Google Carol from Growing Pains. Okay, it's so very eighties. So, like, were you in or school? Susan, was this during Susanna the summer? Hoffs. I also, depending on what year it is. You still it, like Susanna Hoffs. I do still like Susanna Hoffs. Uh, <laughs> did, was this during school? No, I think this was was before I started school. Did the other kids make fun of you? Like, like, call you or, Bubble Boy? It's like three or four years old. Why we, would I asked know? you earlier how old you were. I said and you before say, school. Okay, Carol's real name is Tracy Gold. Tracy Seaver. Or, sorry, Tracy Gold. And uh, she played Carol Seaver on Growing Pains. She was just one of the only you know uh, like real-life ladies you know I had seen. I know Growing Pains references, and I know who this is. For some reason, when you said Growing Pains, I have no idea why. I thought you meant The Facts of Life. Oh, no. I don't know why. I thought Never that. had a crush on anyone from The Facts of Life. Okay, so she played 
the mom on Growing Pains? No, the she's the sister. Right. Okay. Yeah. The mom on Growing Pains was a stone fox, though. Right. Got it. I, I kind of I can't remember her name. She's she does stuff still. Well, is this is this a picture of her? Yes. That's the mom. No, that's Carol. Okay, got it. I kind of you know didn't this watch show. Growing Pain? I mean, I remember Alan Thicke, and I remember yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Alan Thicke. Ugh. <laughs> that's about what I remember about that. Leonardo DiCaprio was a late addition to that show. Yeah, I know it was like a short-lived thing. Um, okay. Anyways. <laughs> way, way off track. So far. <laughs> so, we both had troll dolls. This well, was to capitalize on getting young boys to like Well, see, us. trolls came out, and in order to market trolls to boys, they came out with these really badass figures called Battle Trolls, mm-hmm. which were made by the same company. They had the same hair and the same basic like body structure and face style, but they were more like action figure yeah. and they were like monster mashups. They had like a Frankenstein... Uh, I had one that was a cop that had, like, a gun that shot out a little pellet thingy. And there was a Terminator one, like... They they all had cool gear and cool yeah. weapons. Yeah. I'm gonna Bat- look at some pictures of Battle them. Trolls, they're out of control. That was the little theme song on the, the commercial. Hmm, I, remember, I wonder how long it took them to come up with that. I remember me and all the other fellas at school bringing our Battle Trolls out to recess and comparing how awesome they were. It was, it was a big deal. Uh, yeah. What is this one that says ST on his chest? I'm guessing that's Super Troll. Oh, that makes sense. Since he's wearing red and... Yeah, and it's like the Superman logo. Here's one that looks like some sort of badger creature. I, I totally had that one. He he looks like a dwarf warrior. Yeah, I definitely had some of these. I don't remember any specific ones that I had, but I definitely had some of these. Battle Trolls are fucking weird, but... They are fucking weird. For some reason, I thought they were awesome. I mean... You probably can't really find any decent battle trolls, like, in good shape, because the hair, uh... The hair's real delicate. Like, (laughs) I feel like the hair would be the first thing to go. It gets all matted and gross. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh! I'm looking at some pictures from the Stone Protectors video game. It was apparently terrible. Yeah, it was. We're super off track. Um, this show is just a shit sandwich. It's hard to talk. Like, you, you mean Stone Protectors. You don't mean this episode of Flannel Cakes. Both, probably. <laughs> um, okay, so now people know why this piece <laughs> this, of garbage was made. People are like, the, the bullet points for this episode. Stone Protectors is terrible. Jack lived in an oxygen bubble and had a crush on Carol from Growing Pains. <laughs> if you were to yeah. get Stone Protectors appraised by the Team Mystic later, <laughs> she'd be like... She would have to invent a new phrase. Shit sandwich. Um, two-word review. <laughs> just says, shit sandwich. No, that's not real. <laughs> okay. So, I don't even remember where in the fucking episode we were. Oh, so... We forgot another thing about them performing this piece of shit show. Yeah. Their van is on the stage for some reason. Yeah, and it has, like, the side of it is gone. It's like an open side van. It's like a set piece. Yeah. But it's their tour van. So part of what happens when they get the stones attached to them, all their instruments become good. They instantly are able to play with amazing skill and coordination. Like, they don't practice anything. They just start playing together. Yeah. And then this van turns into a crazy tank tread spaceship. Yeah. That can travel through wormholes. It sucks them into the van and they just go off to Mithrandia. Yeah, and then they just fly to another planet. Yeah. And also there's junk in the van that they don't know about. Like they discover all this stuff. Well, they all got superpowers. And our introduction to Angus, the Scottish guy's superpower, is that he can tinker things now. Yeah, he can build anything out of anything. So there's just junk there, and he starts tinkering. I want to go back to something you said about the show, though. Uh, that it was a shit sandwich? <laughs> no, no, no. They immediately start playing great music, and everyone loves it. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. And my question was, was that the song they prepared, and they just played it better now? Or did they all just come together to play? I think they just magically formed a song. Like, 
they clearly did not know how to play music anyway. But the thing is, we never actually hear, even though they're supposedly this great band and now they can play music, they never once in the first two episodes played a complete song. Oh, yeah. The only complete song you hear is the theme song, which... Is shit. And and it never happens in the show. They never, like, write that song and perform it. Because when I said that the crowd now likes them after they get the stones, they they perform for about a second and a half. Yeah, they just do crazy guitar solos for a minute. Not even a minute. It's like a couple of seconds, and then they're sucked into the van and sent off to outer space. Yeah. And then, like, you know, we read about how... uh, the part, the part of the reason why the show was a huge failure was it was too obvious to people that they were trying to cash in on the success of Ninja Turtles. And Trolls. It was like Ninja Trolls. <laughs> yeah, it only lasted for Ninja 13 Troll episodes. Dolls. Only 13 episodes. Well, and the thing is, I, we brought up Battle Trolls, and Battle Trolls were awesome, and they were manufactured by the people who made Trolls. The people who made Stone Protectors were just trying to piggyback off of that by making these shitty action figures that had troll-esque features and hair. Now, wait. But they're not by the same company. I thought it was the same company. I don't think so. Okay. We can find out. I tried to research it, actually, when I was in the other room, and I couldn't get a definitive answer, but I thought I read something that said, I don't know. I don't have an answer. I think it was like, hey, kids are going crazy for these trolls. But about, okay, about Ninja Turtles, though. Did you mm-hmm. notice that they have a cowabunga esque catchphrase? Yeah, they well they do that whole like eighties cool guy lingo. But they say cataclysmic a lot. Like every uh, time they think something is cool, they go cataclysmic. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, like that's a poor man substitute for cowabunga. Yeah. Well, something that has always upset me, or well maybe I shouldn't say upset me. Something that's confused me a lot is that. Throughout my childhood, I was led to believe that people, specifically cool ones, often used words like cowabunga and radical and tubular. Never have I ever heard any fucking real people (laughs) use these words in these contexts for anything. Well, that's because the people that were making these cartoons... Even Bart Simpson said that stuff, and I was like... People don't say that. The people that were making these cartoons were doing their idea of what cool is. And those people don't really know what cool is. What's some youth lingo? No, no, radical? No, no. Do I'm they saying, say radical? I'm saying that like like a Matt, you mentioned Bart Simpson, okay? Yeah. Matt Groening probably had a similar childhood to you. Okay. He probably grew up an ostracized nerd. Okay. And so like when Matt Thanks. Groening, when Matt Groening makes Bart Simpson... That because if you remember, The Simpsons is based on his real family, yeah. except there is no Bart. Yeah. Bart was created for the show, right? And so that's Matt Groening's idea of what a cool kid is, what he probably wanted to be when he was a kid. Okay. That's and fair. so maybe Matt Groening, because he's a huge nerd, maybe when he was a kid, the cool kids were saying shit like cowabunga and, and then, tubular. Has anyone ever said tubular? If they were describing a cylinder, but they couldn't come up with cylindrical, or they like, might have said tubular. I bet if you work in like the water park construction industry, you say that word once a week. Maybe. Okay, <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> uh, enough of that. Yeah. So they go to Mithrandir, and they meet up with the princess, and this ties in perfectly. If you were a rollerblading plumber in the eighties, you might have said <laughs> tubular at some point, <laughs> like once or twice. Yeah. Um, well, this ties in perfectly to the dialogue thing you're talking about, because they meet up with Princess Opal, and Max, the guitarist, who is inherited with roller skates once he gets the gym. Yeah, that was the funniest part of the transformation, is that he just gets hit in the chest with a gem, turns into the giant troll monster, and he looks at it and goes, oh, cool, and he's got rollerblades on. Yeah, I think he describes his roller skates as rock and roll, which <laughs> we'll come back later to, because there are several people in this episode that have no idea what well, rock and roll speaking, is about. Speaking of rolling and rollerblades, something that was mentioned on Wikipedia about this that I never would have remembered or probably noticed in the first place when I was a kid seeing this stuff. On the commercials for the action figures, part of the Stone Protectors theme song said, Trolls on a Roll. Mm-hmm. And then in the theme song for the show, they changed the lyrics to like, Oh, Don't You Know. Yeah. 
because they were like, oh, we're not trolls. We're not infringing on oh, copyright. Oh, yeah, it yeah. probably was a different company then. Yeah, that probably makes sense. Uh, so they they meet up with Princess Opal, who is a quite attractive lady. Mm-hmm. And immediately they start, Max is like, whoa, check out the babe. We got to go meet up with this babe. Yeah. And she's very upset at this chauvinistic word. She does not like this. Right. And this comes up again and again and again. That well, she, uh, can we pause here and have a conversation about the word babe? Let's do it. How do you feel about the word babe? I'll tell you what, if Princess Opal were a president, she'd be Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> she would. <clears throat> uh, she's she's very Abraham-y. Um, I, I, this isn't what you mean, but this is my feeling on that word. Okay. I had a... There's a different... Not my current girlfriend, but there's a girl I dated earlier this year, and I was her first boyfriend ever. Uh-huh. And I really like pet names a lot. I like coming up with fun, <laughs> stupid, creative pet names because it makes me happy to say silly shit like that. Uh-huh. And she was insistent that she never call me anything other than babe and that I never call her anything other than babe. Like, she was insistent that that was the one and only She's like game. a really big baseball fan? I, I, I mean, it's just like, it's boring. Or does she really love the movie about the pig? <laughs> uh, well, like, she's, she's Jewish, so she probably didn't she, like that movie. She loves it so much <laughs> that to her, anything worth a term of endearment can only be called babe. Yeah. But I, but I know that's not what you mean. Yeah. You just mean like you see an attractive female, and you yeah. refer to her as a babe. I mean, like I, I think it's acceptable as a a term of endearment in a relationship. But it is, or, or if um, like an elderly waitress calls you babe, that's the best, isn't it? Yeah, that's hun, great. hun, babe, sweetheart, from a, a great. You know that lady you can just tell has been waiting tables for like 20 plus years and it will be waiting tables for at least 40 more. Yeah. God, I, I love it when she calls me babe. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> like, I think babe is such a great shorthand in a relationship, but it's so weird that it makes such a great shorthand as like an endearing word for your significant other. But it also is, like, a really offensive and demeaning term if you're using it towards someone that you don't know. Okay, but, like, just to play the other side here, if a girl referred to you as a hunk, like... That's not ever gonna happen. But if it did, would you be offended? Would you have cause to be offended? Uh, I think that's a tricky area that goes to, like, a male privilege thing. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just, because I'm just trying girl, to look at all the sides here. If a girl objectifies a male, there's a lot less danger and a lot less history behind that. I totally understand. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you don't walk around in your everyday life with a fear that I might get raped today. Like, that's not a thing that you're ever scared of. I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm never scared <laughs> of it. It's a scary thing, but it's not something that I would expect to happen often. Yeah. Um, maybe a little bit at the shell station. And then that's because you're a man, and then we can get into all the things that yeah. you're not afraid of because you're a white man. I'm also not a small man. You're probably not afraid of police officers because you're a white I, man. You're probably... Okay, this is a conversation that you and I had briefly. After I watched Straight Outta Compton, I asked you as my white friend, what is your experience with cops and have you ever been afraid of them? And you said no. And that's very different from my experience with cops. I, I, without even asking you any follow-up questions, I know that probably the fear that you have of police officers is completely different from the average black man's fear of the police officers. Yeah. At least in, as far as degrees of how extreme it can get. Yeah. I mean, it's a totally different yeah. thing. Which I guess is bullshit for me to say because I was just talking about the hunk versus babe thing. Yeah. So I don't fucking know. My, mine came from being kind of like the uh, punk rock goth outcast uh, that sort of stands out to police. And I have had some uncomfortable run-ins where I thought something bad was going to happen. So the kid, the the teenage male with the black fingernails and the eyeliner is out causing trouble. And Apparently. the police officers know it. Apparently that's, that's what's going on. <laughs> um... I don't know, man. We're not going to be able to solve this today. They saw a primetime special about it. <laughs> What should we do about the word babe? Uh, 
Keep it in the bedroom. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Keep, well, keep it in the bedroom and uh, in the restaurant where you're waiting tables. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's her name? Helen. Okay. All right. You can ask her to marry you? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe um, she brings you a few extra fries, you know? <laughs> If, you need uh, an extra cup if, of gravy for dipping, hun? If you like this character that Jack's created and you want to see an alternate version of it, go see the movie Hell or High Water. <laughs> yes. There's a hilarious scene with a character similar to that but different in a I way. I think her name would have been like Doris. But she, she's really funny. you got to go yeah. see the movie to get it. Uh, okay. So we can stop talking about the plot at this point because from here on out. There's mostly not a plot. From here on out, it's just Zock is trying... Okay, we, okay, we gotta lay out the premise of the show. Because now they meet Princess Opal, yeah. and she says, You guys have five stones, he has one stone. Forever, until it is resolved, it is his goal to get your five stones, it is your goal to get his one stone. And that's the only way to reunite the gem... But they're never clear. Uh, what the fuck does this gem do? This powerful gem that she splits up because it's so powerful and he can't get his hands on it or else he'll ruin the world. What, like That's what? just what gems and cartoons do. But there's still a bunch of the gem left. Does that have no power with the other parts missing? Well, the whole palace was made of crystals. Like, are those not powerful crystals? I mean, crystals? it seems like most of that planet was crystal. Crystals, gems, whatever. Yeah. And... I mean, uh, I just, I don't know. <laughs> your, your head hurts. It's like, okay, now they get them back together. The gems are separated from the stone protectors and reunited into one solid piece again. And then, and then what? It's just, it, now it's back to being a gem that's under constant threat of being captured by bad people. It almost seems like... If the good guys were to get a hold of all six of them... It's like a super shitty Voltron. <laughs> Except there's nothing turns into a lion. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's so <laughs> shitty. Um, it's almost like if the good guys were to get a hold of all six of them, then it would just be like, okay, great, everything's hunky-dory. But if Zok gets a hold of them, then he'll do bad things with them. So, like, in his hands, they're powerful and he can do evil things. But in the hands of the good guys, they just bring... They just play shitty music. They just bring good beauty and peace. Like, yeah. that's it. And also, uh, mediocre rock songs. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, from there on out, we watched two episodes. The rest of it is just uh, people trying to get stones from the other side. Yeah, the stone. well, the stone protectors want to go back to Earth. A couple of them want to go back to Earth and go back to being handsome humans mm -hmm. with shitty talents yeah look if you want to check out this cartoon don't watch the first 20 minutes of the first episode don't watch two episodes like we did because it's just let's try to get yeah. more stones and it doesn't work out for anybody it, it, this episode I, I feel like you were frustrated with me for wanting to watch a second one no 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 it's because we were worried about time i the whole reason i wanted to watch a second one was i was like Maybe something happens. And it wasn't that I was frustrated. It's that I was like, this was terrible, and I got what I needed. I can do it an hour terrible. of riffing on this piece of shit cartoon. I don't need a second one to do more I, riffs. It's hard to even make jokes about it, because it's just, it's really bad. It's really dumb. Yeah. Well, I... <laughs> well, okay. I, one funny thing that I did watch, uh, after, after that I watched the YouTube clip uh, from Robot Chicken... Okay. Based on Stone Protectors. And I was walking and the dog when you did that. Stone Protectors were a wedding band, and they were playing at this girl's wedding, and they just kept playing the Stone Protectors theme song, and she came up, she's like, um, I, I know you guys are really, like, into your gems and stuff, but, you know, <laughs> this, this day is supposed to be about me, if you could just play some songs that aren't about your gems <laughs> and how powerful they are. Right, right. And so they start playing, like, a ballad for the daddy-daughter dance. Okay. And like five seconds in, it just immediately becomes stone protectors. <laughs> I have one more note that I wrote about the show that I want to bring up. I was reading um, about the toy line that came out based yeah. on these. We we both had some of these. I had Cliff the drummer. He had blue hair and like, yeah. I think yellow glasses. I don't know which ones I had. 
But uh, I do want to mention this quote. I, I took the exact quote from the Wikipedia article because I thought this was funny. It says, In rotating the right arm of a stone protector's figure, yeah. a flint module would ignite inside its chest, uh-huh. creating a quick yet bright flash seen through the translucent chest emblem. It made a very, very loud click every time you did it. It was like snap down. Well, if it's flint, is it like... <clears throat> Creating a spark inside the toy? Yeah. That sounds really fucking dangerous. Well, it sort of is. It's You remember those... These are probably, like, before your time. They're before my time. I've just seen them before. Like, space laser guns that have a see-through part on the side. Yeah, yeah, and when yeah, you yeah, yeah, click yeah. it, it basically makes a lot of very small sparks. Yeah, yeah, <clears> That yeah. aren't necessarily dangerous, but probably if you break it open and stick some, some tinder in the side... <laughs> Click it and I feel you can like, start a fire. I feel like those types of toys had like a distinct smell to them. Yeah, and those the types of toys don't exist anymore, probably because of that. But we're fine. Yeah. We came My out stone of- protectors didn't burn the house down. Yeah. Uh, Alright, that's all I have about stone protectors. Anything else about stone protectors? You want to talk about cereal? Oh, they really milked the extreme sports thing a little. Like, everyone since Ninja Turtles has been all about like... Oh, you gotta have them do, like, cool extreme sports things like skateboarding and rollerblading. And the Street Sharks were right in line with that. And then Stone Protectors was like, hey, we need them to have these. But they never addressed them. It's just like, the guy wears a karate outfit. He never does karate once (laughs) in the entire show. Yeah. One of the guys has, like, samurai swords. Never uses them. Yeah. I mean, they use them to deflect some lasers, I think, at one point. Maybe. And then one guy has a wrestling singlet. He never wrestles. Well, that was his superpower he gained. The, the, uh, the guy, Cliff, the drummer, does at one point use some small amount of rock climbing skill. That's, okay. That's pretty much it for the entire show. So it's like they were just like, uh, make sure you incorporate all of their extreme sports into their outfits. And they're like, okay, now what? Um, I don't know. I didn't really think about it that far ahead. <laughs> yeah, and then we already mentioned the rollerblading guy. Yeah. He has... Ro- I guess he did use his rollerblades. Maybe I'm just wrong. Well, did you read... No, no, no. That was it. It was just the guy rollerblading. <laughs> did you read uh, on the description of the toys? It was like there was one line of toys released that had all the heroes. Yeah. And then there was another one where it was all of them dressed in some sort of sports, sports attire doing yeah. sports. Yeah. Well, I... It, it seems like from the chart that that was along the lines of when Ninja Turtles came out, you had four Ninja Turtles, plus your bad guys, and your April O'Neil, your Casey Jones, whatnot. But from there, that figure line took off into like 800 different series yeah. of every variation possible on the Ninja Turtles. There was ones that were all in a band. There was, you know, like, army guys. There, you know, There's, there was sumo um, ones. We could probably talk about this all day. There was ones that swim. Yeah, they're, like, they made a different version, and then each turtle got its own, like, special profile in that version. Yeah. And it just kept going yeah. until today. Including sports. Yeah, it's still like that. Yeah. I mean, they still put out Ninja Turtles toys like that. Which, by the way, can we just say real quick, the Ninja Turtle figures that swim in the bathtub, yeah. those ones are fucking awesome. They were great. That was, I think, one of my very first Ninja Turtle figures. Those things were just like... Donatello. He had a spear gun. He swims around in the bathtub. There are some toys that come with some cool features. That one's like... That's fucking legit. Yeah, it's pretty great. Well, who was your favorite Ninja Turtle? Um, As a kid, I think my favorite was Leonardo. Mostly just because he had the coolest weapons. Okay. And he always had the most screen time on the show because he was the leader. Plus, blue was, like, my favorite color. Okay. I think it would be funny if we, like, teased that we were going to do a Ninja Turtles episode because Randy listens every week and he'd be so mad if we didn't invite him to do the Ninja Turtles episode with us. Let's do Ninja Turtles next week. Okay, I think we should. And uh, no guess, right? Yeah, sure. We're good. Okay. Uh, Anything else? You want to get to cereal? Okay, this was this was a good cereal. Yeah, it's very unique. So we've we've had puffins before. We had cinnamon puffins. Okay, we did a puffins offshoot, and well, it was, all the puffins come in different varieties. Oh, the ones we ate the first time weren't like regular they puffins. Were cinnamon puffins. Ow. Okay. Well, this week we ate 
peanut butter and chocolate puffins. And, like, forget about the flavor. I thought they were cool because they're, like, really, really big. Yeah. Like, what do you call them? Like, pieces? Yeah. Like, like each piece of it was, like, really fucking big. And, like... They weren't, like, frosted mini-wheats big, but... Yeah, I guess they weren't that big. But pretty close. And then, like, it kept them from, like, getting too soggy, you know? That, I was going to say that that my favorite thing about this cereal was the crunch. Good crunch. so crunchy. And it was a good mix, Even in the milk. Super crunchy. Because they were, like, so big that, like, they would get wet on one side but not on the other, you know? Buoyancy and whatnot. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and then you, you know that I am not a fan of peanut butter nor chocolate nor the combination of the two. Yeah, because you're real weird. Yeah, I'm not like crazy about it. It's those like things. the greatest combo in all of history. Yeah, I mean, I like peanut butter when it's in things. Like peanut a Reese's cup is pretty good, but I'm not. You don't like peanut butter or chocolate, and you don't like chocolate peanut butter, but you think a Reese's cup is pretty good. It's okay. <laughs> like it's not my favorite candy. Okay. I would definitely pick a lot of candies over it. Okay. Go get me a Reese's cup name, right now. We have name, some in the kitchen. Name three candies you like more than a Reese's. I can name three candy name, bars I like more than a Reese's. Name three that you like less than a Reese's. Less than a Reese's? Yeah. Um, all the ones with peanuts. Like a payday? Like, what the hell? Why is there a peanut in there? Get that shit out of there. Peanuts are delicious. Yeah, I don't want that in a candy you bar. You I like a nut roll. It's, I bet you like a nut roll. I do. <laughs> Um, it has a white creamy center. It's delicious. <laughs> um, do I have to keep doing this? Yeah, I want to. I want to hear three candies that you like less than a Reese's. Three candy bars or three can? If it's just any candy, any candy, any candy at all. Um, any candy that is available. York year peppermint round. patty. Another great candy. You know I don't like mint or peppermint. Okay. And a third one. Is gum. I don't understand why people like gum. I don't get it. I hate gum also. Yeah. People, everyone has thought I was weird for my entire life for not liking gum. That's because it's like an addiction. Like people that obsessively chew gum are addicted to it. I, the thing I don't like about gum is it's like all the work of food with none of the reward. Well, I mean, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't it just like, you know how some people can't quit smoking because they're used to doing something yeah. with their hands? Isn't that the same fucking thing? I think so. It's like, hey, would you like this inedible treat? <laughs> Here you go. Just put it in your mouth and then spit it out later. I was listening to a podcast recently and... It's uh, like the fucking stick in a popsicle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, hey, you here. You can't... It tastes kind of like something for a bit, but it's not good. <laughs> what is the wrapper then if that's the stick in a popsicle? I don't know. Uh, I was listening to a podcast recently and they were debating different ways to intake gum like do you do it just for the breath or do you do it for the taste or do you do it to keep bus- yeah. busy or whatever and one guy said that he's like I always swallow it every time I have my whole life I've never had a problem with it like he's like I don't believe in the myth that it takes whatever years to pass right but even like even that's it still pretty interesting though seven years but it's still not good for your system um I mean it's just it's weird that he does that right yeah okay just checking but I see where he's coming from because that's that's part of my problem with gum is it's food that you can't swallow. It's stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, if you want your breath to smell nice, brush your fucking teeth. Yeah. Fucking you know? What's wrong with you? Um, you can't brush a dog's teeth, so you give them things to chew on that make their breath smell better. You're no better than a dog if you chew gum. That's that's my thoughts on that. Um, we just lost a bunch of listeners. <laughs> we sure did. Someone from Wrigley was about to like, oh, I like this pie. We should offer them a sponsorship deal. <laughs> Good taste. <day, sir. laughs> um, I don't know what else to say about that cereal. It was good, even though I don't like those it, two tastes. It didn't have quite the uh, intense sugary sweetness of oh, Reese's yeah. Puffs, but it still had peanut butter and chocolate flavor. If you want a cereal that is like fun kid type cereal but it's not overly just like fuck you amounts of sugar in it i think that's the point of puffins yeah because they sell puffins at like uh trader joe's and health food stores that's how we ran into it the first time yeah it's good we went into trader joe's and i was like hey this looks good i hope we can turn somebody on to puffins based on this people get out there and get you some puffins also they're just really cute animals they're like the cutest animal they're like penguins that can fly 
and they're cute as fuck. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about this week? They have an adorable name. Puffins. It is a cute name, yeah. Puff, it, the name Puffins makes me feel like if I poked it in the belly, it would go like... <laughs> or it would bite you. Yeah, it would probably bite. But, <laughs> but it would be cute. Uh, anything else this week that you want to go over? We're at like an hour. Mm-hmm. You're taking too if, long to think about this. If anyone out there who listens to this show... And thinks, like, I should watch this cartoon so I know what they're talking about. Um, first off, I just want to say thanks for listening. <laughs> and it's really cool that you want to watch the shows that we watch for the show. But this is not the week to do it, okay? <laughs> if you want to do that with any of the other ones, literally, I, I think when we did Street Sharks, I said, okay, it's official. This is the worst show we've ever done. <laughs> But it was at least, it had a, a, a certain redeeming value of just being entertaining and fun. It's and a little like, goofy. Like bad to laugh at, you know? Yeah. Stone Protectors isn't even funny for how bad it is. It's just like, what? Why? <laughs> well, you said to me that you thought it was bad. And I'm like, it's not bad. It's just nonsense. It's just like... Why did that happen at that point? It is it, it is kind of a nothing. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking for something good, go back and watch Cowboys of Mumesa and then listen to our episode about Cowboys of Mumesa. Oh, one last thing to tell you. We went to a, a toy store here in town that we enjoy today. Oh, yeah, yeah. We bought a, oh, we bought a, a Mighty Ducks toy. Yes. Mighty we bought Ducks. Nosedive. Yeah. And, hey, uh, bro. And, uh, I don't you're think- my brother, remember? Oh, Others. fuck, I forgot about that I can't part. believe that that you purchased Nosedive and you didn't get Wild Wing. You separate the brothers? <laughs> Please. Uh, and then uh, I, people that know me know that I have an obsession with really stupid, ugly Power Rangers villains action figures. <laughs> and I bought a figure that's like, it's like a turkey monster. Yep. But it has a beak in its well, chest? And part of it is, it's not even a monstrous turkey. It's like an like a plucked turkey that you would cook. But it it's has, humanoid. It has no feathers on it. Yeah. It, it's a it has battle turkey. armor. Yeah. And it's like humanoid. And it has like a turkey head with a turkey beak. I'm betting it's from the Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, yeah. But then on top of all of that, it has <clears throat> another separate beak in its chest. That, that snaps when you push a button on the back. Why? Why does it have another one? There's not, like, eyeballs down there. Well, because one, like, like a turkey isn't scary enough, but if the turkey has an extra mouth, it's, like, twice as scary. I guess. I, a turkey that's humanoid would frighten the fuck out of me. It doesn't es- need to have two beaks. Especially one that's design is based on, a like, a frozen turkey, like a butterball, and not, like, a... a yeah. Turkey the animal? Yeah. I don't... Did you already say this? I don't know if people are picturing this. It's not like with the feathers and the big nice thing in the back. The plumage. Yeah, it's yeah. none of that. It's like a, like you said, it's a bald turkey. Okay, so in Power Rangers, Rita has that machine where she just puts weird shit into it and then it like spits out a villain and then she sends it down to Yeah, I, I have the toy of the guy who runs that machine. Yeah. Uh... I think for this episode, she probably puts a frozen turkey. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Is it made of clay? Mm, no, I don't. She think only so. puts clay figures into the maybe machine. Maybe she makes a little. It's a kiln. Maybe she makes a little, uh, like clay Thanksgiving set and just sends that through. <laughs> God, we should watch that episode. Mm. Um, and then also the toy store. We bought a cartoon that we'll watch in the future, so look out for that. Yeah, and I got a sweet alien action figure. Yes, you did. It was cool. Uh, at flannel underscore cakes on Twitter and flannel cakes podcast at gmail.com. Whatever you're going to say this week, I think it should be about bubble gum. I think it should be how do you chew gum? What are your thoughts on gum? What are just, your justify chewing gum to me? And uh, what are your thoughts on babe? The pig. <laughs> yeah, just don't tell us about the word. Just the pig. Can I say I love the movie Babe? It's so good. What is your thoughts on Babe 2 Pig in the City? Intolerable. <laughs> It doesn't exist. That movie doesn't exist. (laughs) Oh, callbacks. (laughs) All right. I think that's it for this week.
Bye. Bye. Stone protectors. The stones are powerful.